back to Familiar Strangers. It's Tuesday, April 20th here in Hong Kong. Happy early 420 to all you people in America. Uh, I can't wait to enjoy that legal heat again. The anticipation of traveling home to America is, is growing, and I feel like a traveling noob again. It's uh, really weird in this time to be preparing to travel and get going on a plane and think about going through the airport process when it's been so long uh, from having done it the last time. So with that being said, what's up, Austin? Not much. Just uh, about two hours past my bedtime. This probably be one of the last times that I have to stay up this late to talk to you. So it will be nice having you back around in the States anyway. <laughs> getting tired of those late nights yeah it just it doesn't work with my schedule anymore i'm not i stay up later on the weekends but i still try to get to bed before midnight and then during the week it just kills me <laughs> I yeah i like... know when 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 becky moved here and we i would usually stay up and wait for her lunch uh wait for her to call but there was some nights where i'd have my phone right next to me and I'd fall asleep, and she'd call me a couple times, and I'm just like, the next morning I wake up, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't wasn't happening tonight, my body. My body wasn't responding to hearing that, uh, the noise, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not much, not much longer, though. No, sir. How has uh, the new puppy been? She's been good. She uh, is still learning house training and trying to get her pie trained, so that's uh, probably the most difficult part so far she's been good otherwise she looks like a little sweetie yeah she is a cuddly little thing <laughs> she likes to give kisses nice yeah, yeah. all right so uh we're kind of gonna transition back into some fitness stuff today uh and and have a uh, conversation about maybe some weight loss and some tips and things that you can do of if weight loss is a goal that you have or weight loss is something that you're interested in. Um, I know for myself personally, I've never really had like a true weight loss goal. Uh, most of the time uh, when I set a goal, uh, I don't really focus as much on the scale as I do on just kind of seeing my body transform a little bit. And uh, I know that number on the scale is, is kind of a fun one to watch. I always like to step on it and see where I'm at. We have some we have some really good tips that we can give some simple ones and some things that you can do to to help improve your overall uh, weight and if you have a goal that you want to achieve. So uh, I guess Austin, first, what would be one of your biggest first tips for somebody that is wanting to lose weight? Uh, well, I first off want to just shout out our cousin Cody, who he's pretty active uh, talking to us and and letting us know how his fitness journey has gone and i think he said he was down 24 pounds or something like that which is nuts in the in the amount of time he started so i just wanted to shout him out and and let him know that he's doing a great job and to keep it up i can't wait to see him again and bullshit about it but uh that being said yeah with that being said uh i would say one of my biggest tips is to not become infatuated with the scale, which is a lot of people's thing to do because it's <laughs> that number is going down is what you really want to see. Ultimately, that's not everything that matters. There's so many other ways to measure progress working out. Uh, you can 
measure it by your performance. Are you lifting more? Are you doing more reps? Are Is your endurance up? Do you feel better afterwards? Um, are you getting better sleep? <clears throat> you know, are you more energetic during the day? There's so many different things that you can point to and say that's a that's a good measurement of how successful I am other than just weight loss but obviously weight loss um the scale is just always going to be there and it's saying come over here weigh yourself I'll let you know <laughs> I'll let you know what you weigh but uh yeah. I don't I just think too many people get caught up on that and when they don't see a huge change fast or they don't see consistent change fast like they just get discouraged and and stop working out exactly i think uh if you think a lot of people tend to compare their weight to when they were their lightest like oh man when i graduated high school (laughs) i only weighed 150 pounds but now i weigh 230 pounds like Mm -hmm. i was so small back then but like 10 years have passed so you have to think you have to kind of think uh logically okay it took this many years for me to gain this much weight you can't expect for that weight to go down just magically and super fast it's a process that takes a lot of time and i think it's a process that is more about a lifestyle change than it is about just just slashing that number really quickly and like shouting out cody like he had he's talked to me too about how he's lost weight and i was like so i'm very proud of him uh and it's in his he's a good example he's lost weight quickly but it takes time it doesn't just happen overnight and he's putting in the work he's putting in the effort he's changed his lifestyle when he's felt like giving up a routine he's found something new to keep himself push himself to go further and to keep this journey going for him and if you do that for long enough it just becomes kind of part of who you are it becomes something that that you crave and that you want to do on a daily basis. But I think my first tip about losing weight is to really do a good self-evaluation and figure out where you need to make a change. So is it something that you're eating a lot? Is it something that you're drinking a lot? Is it something, you know, that you're binging on the weekends? Where is your lack of self-control? And I think one thing that I really like when I really started my fitness journey uh, many years back, one thing that I think has really helped me is drinking water. It has made me eat less and not in a bad way. I still eat a a sufficient amount of food to fuel my body. But I started drinking more water so I'd feel more full all day long. So I know one of the questions a while back was how much water is enough water to be hydrated and to be honest that changes for every every person i shoot for a gallon a day um but i'm a male i'm super active so a gallon is a good number for me i think anywhere between a half gallon and a gallon for most people is a really good range but starting with water first thing in the morning i drink uh 32 ounces of water or a half gallon of water when I'm working out, depending on what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it kind of kickstarts your metabolism. You get hydrated right away. I'm not as hungry. So I, when I have a protein shake afterwards, I feel really full. Um, but starting your day with water and continuing to kind of have water throughout the day is really important, especially in weight loss. Yeah. It's super important. Yeah. I like that you brought up, uh, people always bringing, 
their high school the 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 way they they were in high school up cuz i think that's a lot of people's uh goals is to reach that again which i i totally understand you want to look the way and feel the way that you used to which isn't going to happen just by losing weight i mean you're older now you got to face it you're never going to feel that good again but there also is so many uh, behavioral changes, like you said, you gotta you gotta be consistent. You gotta make really healthy habits. Uh, drinking water is one really good healthy habit. Uh, that's that's just like one easy way to help you feel better. To you know, probably lose a little bit of weight without even trying, because you're gonna eat a little less. Uh, but one thing I just I want to say that I know it gets said a lot in in the fitness industry uh, is that you're never going to outwork a bad diet. So even if you are putting in the work and, and you know, you're doing hard exercise, you're sweating a lot, you're, you know, you're sore, that's all, that's all okay, but are you refueling your body with uh, good nutrient dense food or are you just oh i worked out today so i can go you know i can go get a mcdonald i can go get a number three for mcdonald's and a large coke and expect my body to change like that's not how it works you really have to uh, focus on the nutrition side which i would say is what the vast majority lack in is is the nutrition side i can there's a lot of people that i can point to that can get to uh that can get to the gym then get a really good workout that work really hard in the gym but just don't do the right things afterwards whether it's eat eat too shitty of food <clears throat> eat too much or you know yo-yo and just not eat barely anything and then binge and go really hard or, or drink way too much on the weekends there's just a lot of factors and and habits that you're going to need to implement uh, to really start a big weight loss journey. Yeah, I think uh, there's so many there's so many tips so many tips that we could go on. I know like a lot of times people like to use different diet plans to to start a late like a weight loss journey, which is something that I really that I really like about um, weight loss is they have things like keto and other types of maybe like low carb diets that will help you. <clears throat> lose weight and shed weight quickly but from people like experts that i've listened to and and people that i've seen use keto it's not a lifestyle it's not something that you can really sustain for your whole life so there's nothing wrong with using like a weight loss dieting program but you have to remember is that going to be realistic for you over the course of time or like going on a low carb diet for a long time is that is that going to be sustainable for you just based on what you really enjoy eating. Uh, I think rather one of the biggest things, especially for myself and like Kyle Canera, I was talking to him, my buddy Kyle, and he gave up uh, refined sugars for a month. And he was telling me how much better he was feeling. I know for myself personally, that's something I would like to consume less of is refined sugars. And a lot of times you don't even realize some of the foods that you're eating, how much sugar it actually has in it and how <laughs> how bad that is, especially in terms of for your weight. 
Um, so kind of being really self-aware of things like that. And another thing I know some people really like to do is intermittent, intermittent fasting. Uh, that's another, another way that people, uh, will have seen really good results. And so that'd be like, you know, you eat maybe two meals a day and you have longer periods where you don't eat. So whether that's, uh, I think it's like 12 or 16 hours where you don't eat. So you pretty much at nighttime, you don't eat a bunch of junk food or you don't eat a bunch of food after you have your dinner, you know, you're just drinking water, hydrating, and then you don't eat until the next day when you're feeling hungry. Uh, which I, from what I understand is for some people, your body adjusts pretty quickly. And, and at the end of the day, when you're trying to lose weight, you shouldn't be starving yourself by, that would be a really bad piece of advice to say like, Oh, don't eat. But when you want to lose weight, you have to have more calories out than you're taking in. So finding some sort of balance, finding some way to balance out you know, how much food you're taking in and how many calories you're burning through your workouts or whatever you might be doing is really important. Yeah, it is. And that's a a great point that needs to be reiterated is that you're only, the only way to lose weight is to eat less calories than you, uh, than you burn. Or in the opposite sense, is you have to uh, work harder than you eat, pretty much, which sucks because no one really wants to do that. But what most people don't realize is they don't need to be on a super restrictive um, big calorie deficit. It doesn't need to be a 1,000 calories a day. It doesn't need to be 800 calories a day. Uh, Most people can sustainably lose weight on... Uh, under like 1500 or or less it's really individualized so it's hard to give a a good number but most people's uh bmr their basal metabolic rate which is what your uh, body burns when it's at rest and and doing absolutely nothing for a day most people's bmr is over a thousand so that's just that's just human nature that's how we've evolved uh but you, you're still going to have to eat less than you work out. So say that your BMR is 1,200 and then you work out for, you know, you do a hard hit session for 30 minutes and you burn 200 or 300 calories. You're still going to have to eat less than 1,500 calories or, or whatever that would equal to lose weight. That's just, that's the equation for weight loss. Exactly, exactly. One thing I really, I, I think really helps also is when you go, if you go grocery shopping, I know we've talked about like avoiding the middle aisles of a grocery store because they tend to be filled with more or less sugar refined foods and the junk food that are just, <clears throat> just hard to avoid. Uh, but keeping healthy food ar- around the house in ca- when you do get hungry. So I know for me personally, when I go shopping, I don't buy the junk food because if I buy it, I'm going to smash it. It's going to be gone. Because I, I can't I have no self control, so a good a good thing to do is to keep healthy things around. And I mean, you have lots of healthy snacks at home. I think some of my favorites are uh, nuts. I really like to have like a mixed nuts or almonds or pistachios mm-hmm. around. Those are great to snack on. Usually high in protein, good fats. 
no sugar. So it's, it's something that I really like to keep around, uh, whole fruits. So I like to have oranges, apples, bananas, blueberries, raspberries. It doesn't really matter. I'll eat any fruit, carrots, yogurt. Uh, when I moved here, um, Becky really likes carrots and hummus. So I've, that's become a snack that I really enjoy. Uh, so just kind of having those things around and ready. So if you do get hungry, you, you have something to snack on that is going to be much lower in calories than say Doritos or a bowl of cereal, which is common for us to like to eat, like, especially at night. Um, and it's also going to have some nutritional value. It's going to have some vitamins and minerals, antioxidants in it that it's going to be very helpful for your body. Yeah, definitely keep the healthy things around on hand. Uh, having the processed junk food that is super palatable and easy to eat a ton of is not the greatest thing to have around. I mean, it's all right to have some of it, and most people have families, and uh, they're not trying to impose their new lifestyle on their family either, which I've found to be a pretty common problem with clients. Like, uh, they're, they're, they'll say, I don't want to make two dinners so what are some things that I can make that are uh, good for everybody but also taste good? And I'm like, wow, there's so many off the top of my head. Anything that you use a, a good protein for, if you're using chicken or lean beef or venison, uh, pork, if you're if you're focusing on the protein side of things and, and usually shooting for that, like you're not going to eat as much protein. Uh, as much bullshit and as many carbs and fat, which is not a terrible thing, but still you don't want to eat, you don't want to overeat those. Um, I know they've proven that carbs, once you start eating them, are kind of like addictive. It's just like easy to just keep piling them on versus uh, something that's high in protein. You get pretty full fast, so always trying to eat higher protein, uh, keeping the healthy things on, on hand. I would uh, agree with Josh mixed nuts and pistachios, um, little mandarins, carrots, celery. Uh, man, those are pretty much my go-tos. And then I have a few other little snacks. Like I keep like pretzels on hand. Just some things that are low in sugar are probably the best for most people. Um, they're going to be tend to be a little lower in calories anyway. Uh, probably lower and a bunch of other stuff. So, and I, I just wanted to clarify when Josh is saying um, refined sugars, he's just talking about processed or, or added sugars in into a food, which is how pretty much anything that's in a wrapper or a bag is made. Exactly. So yeah, refined sugars are something that has been processed and made, whereas like a natural sugar would be coming from like a fruit so obviously mm-hmm. fruit is really sweet so it has it has sugar and some fruits have a lot more sugar than others so that's also something to be aware of but um they're more natural sugars so your body's going to use that a little bit more effectively and it's not going to be uh probably not as much sugar as you know yeah say like a, yeah some, some cereal fruit <laughs> fruit has gotten a bad rep from certain uh I don't know if it's certain diets or, or fitness people in the in the space, influencers or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I feel like if you're going to eat fruit 
I would let um, pretty much any of my clients eat as much fruit all day as they wanted. Like, I'm not going to be super mad about it. You're not going to be able to eat as much of it as you would a junk food with a ton of sugar. No. So, Mm -mm. I'm... I can eat peanut butter M&M's all day. Oh, yeah. A thousand of them bitches, but I'm not going to eat a thousand oranges in a day. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be able to sit and finish finish off a whole uh, pint of raspberries, but you're damn right I could probably finish off a whole stick of pink starburst in a sitting. So it's fine to eat a fruit. It's fine to get that sugar from that source. Our body has uh, adapted and evolved to to be able to uh, break that down and use it. So I wouldn't ever stress about that. I would like to see people choosing uh choosing fruit as a snack more than anything because it's one of the easiest things that i can think of as a pretty healthy snack don't you think like uh apples bananas oranges those are all pretty easy yeah yeah for sure that i I think uh one of kurt's favorite snacks is uh apples and peanut butter (laughs) yeah that's a good one peanut butter cut an apple up so he's got some protein in there and and getting good uh good healthy natural sugars and yeah that's i know he always says that i always like i i haven't done that in a long time but now that i'm thinking about it it sounds amazing <laughs> <laughs> i do that once in a while too that's a good one i think uh, kind of going back to water too i think when you especially if you're getting ready to eat if you haven't drank much water during the day you're gonna feel really hungry a lot of times people mistake thirst for hunger so they're actually mm-hmm. thirsty but they feel like you, your stomach feels like it's hungry so drinking water shortly before you're about to eat uh, is going to be helpful for digestion, number one, but also to kind of give you that little bit more of a full feeling. And I know when I'm eating food, I'm constantly – I drink water usually when I eat as well. So constantly drinking drinking water like during my meal. Uh, I know, And I know some people hate just drinking plain water. I'm not one of those people. I love water. Um, but in today's world, there's so many different even choices that you can add to your water that make it more flavorful. I know you really like to add flavoring to your water, don't you? Not me. I really love water just in general too, but Danielle really likes to add, uh, packets into her water, just like the zero calorie, uh, like raspberry lemonade packets. Uh, there's those, they have the Mio and all those. I know there's a bunch of other brands now that have their own flavoring that's really either low in cows or low in whatever. So you can, you can drink more water by adding things like that if you really don't like to drink plain water. Uh, also another good drink that you can have is, I mean, there's so many different things, but uh almond milk like unsweetened almond milk is pretty much water (laughs) ran through almonds it's not it's not that bad for you there's not much i don't think there's even any sugar it might be one gram uh 30 cals you can find it you can find that at walmart anywhere and then uh like there's some really good drinks that i have personally never had but i know are are good i know um becky's had some like kombucha and uh what else is there matcha matcha it's a yeah matcha green tea matcha is green tea 
coffee's good one for like especially if you if you're a person that's trying to lose weight that really likes soda uh coffee has caffeine but coffee has no basically if as long as you're not adding sugar and cream in it you're gonna have a pretty much nearly a zero calorie drink yeah and it just dehydrates you so you just need to supplement water afterwards so there's lots of choices i know like we really like sparkling water as well a lot of people that drink soda usually say that they think sparkling water tastes like shit but it's because your palate is so used to such high sugar, high sugary sodas that it doesn't have much flavoring. But I promise when you drink a lot of water and you drink like a flavored sparkling water, it tastes amazing. Yeah. But it doesn't have all the it doesn't have all the sugar, but you get the carbonation from it as well. I think it's also kind of important to um uh, like we're talking about eating food, it's kind of just going back to that. Think about rather than thinking about taking away a bunch of foods or like I have to restrict everything, think about what you can add in that is going to be more beneficial for you. So it's kind of like subtracting some of those things that you know are unhealthy or you're learning about, you're learning that are unhealthy and adding in foods that are going to be healthier options. Because really, if you eat healthy, you can eat a lot of food in a day. And the amount of calories is not going to be as high as you would expect. So I think that's really important for people to understand. You don't just have to starve yourself, but the food that you're adding in, how much, how much you can eat of them, uh, is really important. And also, I really like eating things like you said, kind of like that are higher in protein. I think that's really important, especially if you're tr- if you start training during your weight loss journey. So adding some protein in there and also understanding that if you are weight training and doing cardio or whatever it may be, your numbers might not drop significantly because as you, as you gain muscle and you reduce your fat, your muscle is going to gain more, your muscle is going to weigh more than fat will. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of an important number to remember is like, it's not always about seeing seeing the number go down but also kind of looking in the mirror and oh look at like i have a muscle there now and oh look at like i've lost uh half an inch off my waist now and kind of kind of having uh that in mind when you're when you're weight training and doing cardio and doing other different activities uh that you're gonna see more than just changes on the scale so Uh, I think it's, I would encourage somebody that's going to do a weight loss journey to kind of take, you don't have to take before pictures if you don't feel comfortable, but I always wish that I would have, even when I started working out, taking before and afters, uh, doing a measurement of like, even just, you know, how, how wide your hips are, how wide around your arms are and just seeing how much, how much weight and how much fat you'll lose in those areas yeah uh obviously if you go to a gym that's really fancy they can do a body fat percentage scan and everything but um you can really you can really see some different results but i think it's i think it's beneficial and you can really have a good diary of seeing how far you've come and something to be proud of yeah definitely don't take for granted that like how many or how if your clothes feel different or anything like that that's another good indicator but take pictures you won't regret it um it can also be used as a as a motivating factor uh one big thing that i was gonna say is that i would say resistance training and strength training in general um anything with added weight or 
Um, there's a lot of different ways to add resistance. It's not just by adding a barbell or, or a dumbbell. Uh, there's also bands. There's, um, you know, there's machines. There's a ton of different things now. I would say res- yeah, resistance training is the best way to lose weight and sustainably keep losing it. It might not be the fastest way. Cardio is definitely the way to go if your goal is to lose 10 pounds in two weeks and, you know, just get skinny for an event or whatever you're doing, if that's your goal. But for most people, for a long-term weight loss client, I always focus way, way, way more on uh, resistance training just because uh, for two reasons. One being that I feel like resistance training is way more sustainable in the long term. Like you will actually want to get to the gym and work out at some point. You'll you'll just like the way you feel, like the way you look more versus like cardio. A lot of people, especially myself, have a hard time getting my ass out and and going for a run or um, going on a bike or elliptical or anything like that. I just have a really hard time doing that and like um, staying engaged the whole time. But weight and resistance training is really, really easy for me to do that. So that's one reason. Then the other reason is our bodies adapt. Our, we always are adapting to different things. And um, when you're doing a lot of cardio, the majority cardio, uh, your body's going to adapt. So what it does is it really tries to um, thin out and tries to, your body's trying to use less calories because it's it's running. It's like, oh, I need to be smaller. I need to be skinnier to run farther. So you're going to burn less calories. That basal metabolic rate that I talked about where your body burns um, doing absolutely nothing would actually probably go down if you did a lot of cardio versus if you do a lot of uh, resistance training, that basal metabolic rate, that uh, your metabolism is going to skyrocket. uh, You'll probably find yourself hungrier hungrier than ever before. Uh, You will just want to eat more. And it's because your body is gaining muscle and it's just hungry. It, it It needs to be fed. So I would say sustainability wise take the resistance training route i know i went off on a tangent there but there's just a i've just listened to a yeah, lot I of podcasts <laughs> that that have touted for okay. it i know yeah it's a good it's a good combination you want to have a good combination i think a lot of people probably when they do want to lose weight they just begin like running or just begin just kind of single-mindedly focused on one thing and just kind of having some diversity in your training is is really important and I was thinking, I was thinking about um, something I heard the other day. Uh, a guy, a uh, expert, was talking about like where we hold fat in our body, mm-hmm. and it kind of, it kind of struck me. I never really had thought about it a ton, but he was talking about how we hold most of our fat in our, like, in our stomach, in our hips, in our bot, in our butts, um, because anatomically we're set up that way. Like, if you think if we held all of our fat in our shoulders, we'd just be always slouched down and then it would cause problems for our back. So in terms of the center of our body, the center line of our body, it's more efficient if our body holds our fat in our gut area 
because it's in the middle it's in the midpoint yeah so you're still going to be able to do a lot of things so it's kind of important to understand that so when you start training if you're like oh my god my stomach it's taking i'm still fat i still don't feel comfortable i still don't like what i'm seeing it takes a it takes time it takes a lot of time for our, for that fat to to go away and it takes a lot of hard work in the kitchen it takes a lot of hard work at the gym for something like that to happen i think i trained abs for you know i'd been training <laughs> abs for a really long time before i finally could see anything and it was just like that stubborn fat and i just had to stay consistent stay consistent until i could finally like oh my god finally it's still it's still not where i would love for it to be but it's like much better than it was when i was 18 to 22 oh yeah yeah and abs are made in the kitchen you can do 100 ab exercises a day and you're, you're still not going to get abs if you don't get your body fat percent below a certain uh, threshold. So it takes a long time to get there. And I just I hope most people don't get discouraged uh, because it is it is a lot of hard work. It is um, time consuming. But in the end, it's so worth it. And it doesn't have to be this big, big jump. You're not taking a huge leap um, necessarily. I say take the small steps, uh, build those little habits in into your daily routine, like going for a walk or drinking more water, trying to eat more fruit and vegetables, just trying to get those little habits into your day little by little, get good at one, move on to the next. Um, I think that's way more sustainable for most people than just trying to jump into a huge weight loss, um, like a diet and a workout program all at once. Uh, that can be very overwhelming. That can cause a ton of stress and a ton of uh, bad things that you don't want to see. But um, I think just taking the the slow and steady way is the way to go. Agreed. And I think the last the last two pieces of advice that I would give somebody trying to lose weight is uh, probably one that's over overly or a couple that are really overlooked is getting a good night's sleep. Uh, mm -hmm. I know I've, I've read and learned that uh, good sleep helps with the regulation of some of like the hormones that have appetite control. So I think it's like people that get less than five or six hours of sleep are much more likely to have a higher rate of obesity uh, so really the sleep is very important for your body's function and, and trying to get, you know, the optimum amount of sleep for your body is, is key. And then the other thing that I would say is your stress levels. So being able to manage, manage your stress levels, uh, because when you're stressed, your body, whether you know it or not, naturally goes into a flight or, or fight response. Uh, and when people are under stress uh, a lot uh, for an extended period of time during their course of their week or their life, uh, it generally increases your appetite. Uh, uh, and also because I believe it's um, you have cortisol in your bloodstream, which increases your appetite. I, I, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people stress eat. Uh, when you're stressed and have and you're low on time, you're more likely to eat junk food. You're more likely to swing through the drive-through on your way home. Uh, you're, I know when I feel stressed, it's like, oh, I can just eat and eat and eat, and I don't feel full. So it's kind of realizing that and, and having some self-awareness about 
where is your stress level at? What are the things you're trying to do to, to reduce your stress, to, to help yourself, not only mentally, but physically in terms of a weight loss goal that you might have? Yeah, it's a, a great point. You uh, pretty much nailed it. That's pretty much what I wanted to say too is manage your stress, uh, get good sleep. Those things are, are super, super important. Uh, Other well. than that though, I think we've pretty much touched on all the uh, all the basic weight loss uh, journey goals like or uh, habits that you should implement. Uh, if I had to say anything else as like as another pillar for for weight loss would be just trying to be more active uh obviously a sedentary lifestyle is one of the the biggest factors of um obesity in america and um that along with processed foods together is just a a deadly combo so try to just be more active, whether it's a walk or whether a bike ride or there's so many different ways to get out and and enjoy um, your time. Make it a, a nice leisurely activity that you can do every day. If you have a dog, walk them. If you have um, kids, get them outside to play. A kid, a kid walk them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put them on a leash. <laughs> put your kid on a leash for a walk. Yeah, so just... Really try to get a try to get those habits and in, implemented into your life, and slowly watch your life change and your uh, weight loss journey really see it come to fruition. I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I had to say. I don't know if you have anything to add, but we always like to uh, end the episode on a on a good note, on a good story. Josh has the reins this week. Uh, I know he. I think you got a little shitty on uh, Friday or Saturday night, Josh. What what happened? You were groggy for two or three days straight. What happened? Yeah, I just had a lot of fun. We're celebrating. We're celebrating, kind of wrapping up our time here. So we've just been enjoying ourselves. We uh, went to the last resort, my friend James's bar. Uh, we did Jim Beam shot skis. I had way every alcohol. I think they offered there, <laughs> and just way too much. I just yeah having too much fun just trying enjoying our last time here i regretted it the last couple days but uh, my self-control will soon be back in store but another another good story uh to kind of end on is this morning i was walking you know to work and minding my own business and listening to a podcast on my walk and suddenly i felt something wet all over my arm and I looked down and I had gotten shit on all down my arm, all <laughs> down my leg. Uh, it was like, it was disgusting too. It was like brown. Uh. It had like chunks of grass in it. And I was like, what the fuck? I looked up. I didn't even see a bird. I don't even know where it came <laughs> from. If it was like in a tree or something. I didn't notice oh, it. Oh God. But, uh, it was, it was no pun intended, really shitty. And, the positive note is I had wipes in my backpack, so I <laughs> stopped and pretty much showered myself, showered myself with uh, with wipes. But uh, oh, it's one of those things where it happens and it just makes your whole body feel dirty and disgusting. Oh, and I God. just wanted to go home and clean shower. Yeah, that's nasty. So, you didn't let it ruin your day, though. Yeah. No, I had wipes, so I was like, yeah. "Fuck that bird." <laughs> I <laughs> happy it didn't land on my head because. Oh yeah, that that would have been way worse. 
I had never been I had never been shit on by a bird till I moved here, and then it was like shortly after I moved a fucking pigeon shit right on like the side of my head and onto my shoulder. <laughs> we just left the apartment too. Uh, but it's, it's supposed to be a sign of good luck, so uh, you got to take. The, I think that's just a positive spin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that being said, if you, get, if you get shit on, just find a way find a way to make it positive. Yep, both uh, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Exactly. So I guess I would say, kind of finishing up, uh, if you have any any weight loss questions or any tips that you would like to, to recommend, reach out to us. Any goals that you've reached, we'd like to hear about people's goals. Oh, yeah. Uh, Becky and I are planning to kind of do an episode wrapping up our time here in Hong Kong, and we're going to be looking for some questions that people have about Hong Kong and our time spent here. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her or I. Uh, we kind of take for granted what it's like living here every day because it's just normal to us. Uh, but we know a lot, a lot of people, like a lot of our friends have uh, many really, really great, like thought provoking questions and have a general, like a genuine curiosity about what it's like to be living in an Asian city. So if there's anything you, any questions you have or anything you would like to tell us, uh, reach out to us, but be on the lookout. We're going to, we're going to do an episode, uh, which is her and I, kind of talking about some of our experiences here what was our what were things we liked and disliked and everything in between yeah i can't wait for that um it'll be a good perspective from from you guys i think a lot of people will be interested to hear just lifestyle and and culture wise how how it is living in a a big um, foreign city like that so i'm excited as always you can reach us on Instagram at Two Familiar Strangers, uh, can always reach out to me or Josh too individually if you want to uh, ask us questions, recommend anything, uh, tell us about your goals. That's one big thing we like to hear it. So it fires us up. If you want uh, some accountability, don't ever be afraid to reach out. 